Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. In this episode, we speak with Olivier Munger, President and Chief Technology Officer of Quatrio. They have created the Forward PowerShot, a digital insert module for hockey sticks that captures motions and sends the user information on technique and performance. Olivier tells us about his background and how it led to this project, and we ask about how coaches and athletes have been reacting to the new technology. For more information, check out our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at SportsTechPod. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. This is Henry and Mike. Hi, everyone. And today we're joined by Olivier Munger, the President and Chief Technology Officer of Quatrium, uh, a company that produces ice hockey, ice hockey training aids. Olivier, welcome. Thanks for joining us. And would you like to, first of all, tell us a little bit about this, this main product that you have? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you very much for having me today. Um, um, the, so the forward power shot is actually a performance sensor dedicated for ice hockey operations. Actually, it's a sensor that, that inserts into the hockey stick. So, uh, 99.9x percent of the, today's hockey sticks are actually hollow and they, um, they, uh, they, they, they have a hole at the end. Everyone knows, uh, everyone that, that plays hockey knows that. And, and, uh, the power shot actually fits into, uh, these, uh, opening at the end. So basically you insert the power shot in your hockey stick. You tape it again as you would do normally, and then you, you, you begin to play and train as you would do completely normally. From that, that point for, uh, forward, the, uh, the power shot is uh, uh, waking up, if you will, uh, when you begin playing with your stick. And then uh, it records your every moves and identify um, special movements. So, for example, a special technique, sh- should I say, uh, like uh, the slap shots, the snap shots, and, and, and many more to come, like the wrist shots, the, the one-timer and stuff like that. So the idea is to identify specific techniques within all the motion noise and how, how what a high hockey player is doing on the ice. And then to quantify uh, that technique once detected and to, uh, to push to the uh, user uh, metric information about this, this performance and, and how we can uh, perform better by improving this types of acceleration or lowering that speed of rotation and stuff like that. So the power shot is, is, is providing things like uh, the, the speed of the blade of the stick. So that's something. And also it estimates this, the, 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 the speed of the puck. So pretty much it's, it's like having your own radar in a real situation. So basically you, you have your speed measurements as you play and, and, once, uh, and actually as you play for real. So when there's a defense man in front of you or when there's a goalie uh, trying to block your shot. So that's the speed that matters, right? It's not the speed that you actually calculate, uh, measure using a radar when there's nobody on the ice and only you and an empty net. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's cool. Um, so you're the, you're the president and also the, the chief technology officer. I'm wondering if you could say a little bit about your, your background and how you, I guess, started the, started the product and the company. Yeah, sure. So I, I'm an engineer. Uh, we're from uh, Quebec uh, in Canada. And uh, we first started in, in the motion capture industry. So we were designing systems to actually do the mocap, quote unquote. That is the process used in video games and movies to actually animate uh like Gollum in the Lord of the Ring or, uh, or a Spider-Man, if you will. Uh, to, and, and, and by doing some research project on, on that topics, we, we ended up getting interested into hockey. And, and at some point we, we were dealing with, uh, 
radio frequencies, triangulation, and inertial measurement units. So that pretty much like what you find in the, in the Wii controller from Nintendo. And we wanted to uh, to so we wanted to bring our expertise to something more dedicated to the player and its in its in uh, its uh, direct community so that's that's when we decided to uh, develop a product line dedicated for high hockey player uh, to use uh, small sensors to get to know how they perform how others perform and to get their coaches or anyone that knows better quote unquote uh, to tell them uh, what they should do to improve their skills and 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 have stronger shots over the past couple of years there've been several different companies trying to put sensors on sports equipment, basketball, baseball, even skateboarding I've seen. Um, and I think it's a, it's a growing trend. So each sport is slightly different though. So what have been the challenges that you've seen in working with hockey players and hockey coaches as you introduce the technology to them and show them how to use it and how it could benefit their game? Yeah, I actually, uh, that, that's a very good question. The, um, First of all, the, the hockey is a is a sport where there's high dynamic involved, so the accelerations and speed are very high, uh, and 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 most of all, when we try to measure what's what the relationship with the stick and the puck, where there's a, obviously a big impact and large acceleration, so so that that's one challenge. The other one is that the sport is. Um, it's completely non-choreographed, meaning that it's not like in golf where um, you know or the sensor can know that or anticipate that the the, the, the golf player is going to make a driving motion uh, because that's the predictable next technique to apply in in the in that that sequence in sport. When an ice hockey player gets on the ice, uh, you absolutely don't know. Uh, what he's gonna do next with his stick? Is he gonna uh, gonna use it to make a, a pass, a shot, or just to throw it in in the ribs of its uh, opponent? Uh, you don't know. So so there's a there's a lot of uh, motion noise uh, that that you need to uh, assess in real time. So the the requirements on the hardware platform, if you will, uh, are a, a bit uh, uh, higher than than in some other sports. Uh, and and uh, and also in the ergonomy is is very important, so we we had to figure how figure out where and how to put the sensor uh, in a uh, in a place where it doesn't hinder the the player or any anyone playing. So so that that's why we finally got the sensor at the top end of the stick. So we're kind of far from the impact, if you will, because the we're at the the top end and, and, and far from where the, the puck and the blade are making contact. So we had the challenge to make the measurements from there and to extrapolate and, 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 and tune the algorithms to be able to uh, quantify what's going on at the bottom end of the stick. So that was another uh, challenge as well. Can you tell us a little bit about how you worked with players and coaches and some of the processes and feedback that you got from them? Yes, actually, um, uh, we... We involved the players and the coaches uh, as soon as possible in the process. So, uh, at first we, we, we thought that, uh, too much, de- uh, that, that too technical data was too much for them to understand. So we, we started with uh, a, a lot of data, technical and engineering data, nearly, and we stripped down to 
only three sets of data. So we and then by that I mean, for example, the the time required to complete the technique and the angle of the uh, of the the backswing of the of the slap shot and the speed. But but as we uh, progressed with the player and the coaches, we uh, definitely identified that they were uh, they were ready for more and they they wanted more information, more numbers about their. Uh, their performance. So that's by talking and working with uh, coaches and, and players that we finally got back and add uh, several other metrics, like two metrics that are uh, <clears throat> that might feel a bit complex, but actually they, they, they assess the, 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 the efficiency of the weight transfer of the player when he does its technique. So we measure the the linear acceleration, linear in the in the trajectory of the shot, if you in a sense, uh, and 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 as the player increases that that uh, acceleration, it means that it increases the uh, its its weight transfer, combining what its weight transfer and the linear translation of of its hand while doing the shot, and this is a key element, and uh, we we have proven that uh, uh, increasing that number. Increasing your weight transfer uh, uh, results in a higher uh, box speed at the end. So, so that that's something that that came over by chatting with the players, discussing and explaining them how do we measure that and what's uh, the actual measurement. And and once they they understand that, uh, they leverage it and 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 they really improve uh, their skills. And and coaches really like that because they they have actual quantified data. To monitor the the the, uh, the evolution of one player, for example, and to uh, <clears throat> show right away to the player that see you have this one, this time you you made it. I've seen that your weight transfer was better. Did you feel it? Yes. And 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 and, and there's no number. So <laughs> there's no hiding. There's no. It, it does not rely only on feeling. You have the numbers. You can see uh, at at what time in the game you're losing your efficiency in your technique uh, and, and and then you can try to uh, uh, to to take note of that and and then to correct uh, to anticipate that when you get tired for example you you tend to uh, to make longer wider shooting techniques that are less efficient and stuff like that so so at first it was only f- based on feeling now you you've got the numbers you you, you can see uh, these things so and all of that, backing back to your question, is came 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 over by collaborating with the players and the coaches to identify actually what what's important and what's uh, pertinent for them to have. That's interesting. So I I hadn't really thought about that before. So you're able to kind of track the players' fatigue as they go through and and see how see how their their biomechanics changes to a certain extent. Is this real time feedback or is this something that you'll, you'll look at after? After a game or after a practice session, and, and consider yeah, after the fact. Uh, yeah, actually, it, it can be both. Typically, in a game, you you don't have time. Neither the coach or anybody has time to actually have a look at at the data. Uh, but the sensor is it, it can operate in two modes, if you will. It, it can be connected in real time with an iPhone or iPad. And transmitting the data of each shot of each detected shots as they go, but it also has its internal memory. So basically, you play you play your game, you do your training, and afterward you synchronize with your mobile device, and then have a look at the data, and 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 and, and then these data 
are also saved on your profile on the on the cloud uh, so that uh, other coaches or coaches that are remotely located and stuff like that can can have a look at the data and and comment on the on the data and and tell you if if you if you had, if they detected something wrong uh, at some point in the game or if they only have to congratulate you so so can you can do both actually uh, in real time or offline afterward but as we we began to to use the technology and to to deploy the technology it it feels like it's it's very much a a, a quick assessment after the game uh, uh so once the once the the training on the game is completed earlier you you mentioned that one of the challenges was the the variety the the flow the maybe the inconsistencies i guess of of hockey as compared to a sport like golf i'm I'm wondering if you can comment without i guess getting getting too far into your intellectual property about algorithms, but how did you go about determining what stick motion constitutes a shot based on the accelerations? Is this, I guess, I'm thinking of like just the calculations of, of physics and trigonometry, or did you kind of take a whole bunch of shots and look at the, the acceleration profiles to, to see what they have in common? Or how did yeah, you- actually, yeah, sure. Actually, we did both. We, uh, we recorded thousands of shots uh, from different types and level and ages of player uh and and analyze these shots and 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 we we use these data to actually uh identify specific specific uh, specific markers uh in in the curves or, or the, the 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 accelerations uh and and the rotations uh of the hockey stick so so we and then what we what we we deploy in the sensor is actually an algorithm that that is looking for these uh, markers in order to say, oh, it looks like a beginning of a shot, and then it expects another marker, no, meaning the next uh, the next step in the sh- in the shooting technique. And if that the next marker does not happen by, uh, within a, s- a certain amount of time, then then it it, it discards the it discard the previous marker because it's not it, it's most probably or most likely not a good a, a, a shot that we want to assess. So so basically, <clears throat> uh, we used. Uh, lots of data, lots of signature, motion signature from players to uh, identify the the key elements that 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 compose that are, are that composes a, a slap shot, for example, and then the algorithm is looking for that in the field. With hockey, it's not necessarily a sport known for a lot of kind of technical evolution in the sticks and, and somewhat um, there has been evolution. But um, how do you go about educating your, your customer base or even maybe talk about your customer base of who you're targeting with this sort of sensor? Is it young young athletes, more elite athletes? Um, kind of how, how does how is your thinking revolving around that point? Uh, two two good, uh, good questions here. Um, <clears throat> Well, uh, the the main target is the younger player, and as well as the the, the younger player that 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 grows up and become a, a potential elite player. So um, so we would say from from nine to seventeen, eighteen years old. These these are the uh, the, the main target. Aside from the <coughs> the recreational senior player that 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 is interested in its per- techniques and performance, but but mainly about bragging about its it's shooting power and stuff like that. So that that's another category of of client, if you will. Uh, and and um, the um, the how 
we instruct them. That's that's a, a key element, and and we we are constantly in evolving the. Uh, uh, we're we're constantly working on the application to make it evolve and make it more easy to understand uh, the, the the data that uh, comes out from the PowerShell. And, and this we 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 actually developed. Uh, new ways to display graphics uh, uh, based on what a, a coach would like to see and then assess within two minutes. So that, that's, that's the objective. A coach tells me, well, after the game or after a training, I have two minutes to, to analyze the data and to actually give my, advi my advices to, to the, that specific player. So our goal is to, within two to three minutes, the coach have a good review of that specific training or that specific game, the performance compared to the past, the, the past activities, seeing if the, the, the player is improving, uh, is the, the player improving in specific elements of its shooting technique. The weight transfer is a big one, uh, a big one to follow in, in terms of uh, evolution. Uh, and then the coach can give its feedback to the, to the player, either by email or comment on the on the app or directly with the guy the player in front of him and then afterward the player can uh, can take more time to actually have a look at well every single shot he made in in in, in the game if he wants to uh, because everything will remains in the application and it's a profile but the, then the, the player is can take more time can can discuss with its fellow players and see how how do they do how do that guy is capable of shooting at 99.99 miles per hour how how does he do that well you can ask the guy but you can also look at at the the actual way the guy is making its technique so that that get that gives also a some advices and and, and training guidelines to, to that player are there any restrictions on the technology that can be present in elite matches? I, I know there are some sports that don't allow you to, have to wear sensors, but it seems like yours might be, I guess, concealed enough to be fine. Is that, is that true? Uh, we, we hope so. Actually, in the, 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 the top level, let's say the NHL, uh, it's, it's going to be the weight. The, the sensor for now is waiting, it weights about 50 grams, so that's about one-tenth of a pound. Mm -hmm. um, we've made some uh, blind tests with uh, with the uh, elite player from the uh, European League, and and they actually did not f felt the difference uh, when we 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 uh, we replaced their actual uh, well, well when we actually uh, put the sensor without telling them into their sticks. So the the fact that the sensor is at the top end of the stick does not much. Uh, a throw off the balance of the stick once you have the, the stick in your hands, uh, and and you're right when when the the sensor is inserted in the hockey stick, you actually don't see uh, more than the actual plastic cap that you that was sold with the the stick from the store. So it it does not uh, there's no prongs or anything that can uh, that can uh, actually uh, 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 rip something or injure somebody uh, from the from that end. Now uh, it's the the sports are a matter of rules and and, and complex ones. So so we are currently uh, working to see if it's possible uh, to make it legal to play an NCAA match. Uh, with the sensor in, so it's going to take some time, but but that's that's a that's an objective as well. So, can you give our audience a little bit of insight of 
where you guys are in terms of stages of the company. Are you kind of still testing and prototyping, shipping, pre-orders, um, if people want to find out, um, kind of, if they're interested or, or want to find out more about the product? Yeah, sure. So, uh, the, we are, uh, taking orders. We're shipping at this point. The official, uh, commercial launch of the PowerShot is, is this fall. So it's the, the right time to, uh, to, to make the purchase and to order. We can ship right away. Uh, it's also, uh, a product that is going to be evolving at no cost to people who purchase the PowerShot in the sense that we, we will add new features that will be provided by an update of the application. So basically, you, you keep your sensor in your stick and, and when the, the, the new algorithms that will support the wrist shot will be available, then you'll receive it for free and it's going to just update the, uh, the power shot so that you can now track one technique more, one more technique when you, you make your, your, your plays. Um, uh, we have been, uh, uh, selling uh, units since uh, last spring, I would say. Uh, during the summer, we have a more ramp up uh, and we went, we were uh, beginning to be present in the retail stores and now we are shipping uh, worldwide. So we have uh, a deal coming up uh, in, uh, in uh, the Northern Europe, uh, Russia, uh, Canada and uh, US, obviously. Great. And what about any plans for new products, um, maybe expanding beyond sticks or even expanding beyond hockey? Yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> we will announce uh, or present uh, a new product called the PowerScape, very uh, intuitive uh, follow-up of the PowerShot that's going to address all of the skating performance of the, uh, of the hockey player. And, and that will be also useful for people while well, playing uh, <clears throat> skating sports, not necessarily ice hockey. Um, and uh, we are also looking at going into other sports that, uh, that uses tools like uh, in baseball and tennis uh, mainly. Uh, there's uh, some, some, some small company and some larger company that, that goes into these sports. There are wider, larger sports as well. And uh, we have, well, I, I believe good ideas in, in, in our bags to, to innovate and, 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 and show product that, that no one else uh, can, can provide. So, so that, that's going to be uh, probably during the summer that we're going to be making the announcement. Great. So if, uh, if our listeners want to, I guess, keep, keep posting on that announcement, follow, follow what you're doing, and, uh, and see more about your, your product, um, are there any uh, websites or Twitter, Twitter handles to come uh, to? to? Sure, I would say the the first base to make it to, to make would be the uh, our website. So it's quatrium.com, Q U A T like Terminator, T like Terminator, R I U U M dot com. So double T W. Very very complex, but anyways, uh, type pretty much anything in Google and and you'll find you'll find us. Uh, we are on Facebook using Quatrium or the forward F W D brand. Uh, as well as on Twitter, so uh, we're active on all the of these uh, social platforms. Uh, that's per- that's that's perfect. Well, uh, thank you, Olivier Munger, for for speaking with us. It's good to get some insight on these uh, new new products and ideas. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot for your time and, and all the best in the future. Well, thank you very much. It was a pleasure having a, a good discussion with you guys, and uh, and and hope we can discuss when uh, we have a, a new product coming up. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Olivier, and thanks, listeners, for listening. For more information, 
check out our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and remember to follow us on Twitter at SportsTechPod. Thanks. Bye.